any Barbarians Week. How good has it been to be involved with a whole new faces and sort of put the World Cup behind for one second? Oh, well, I think it's always humbling to be involved with the Barbarians team because it's such an important institute in our game. You know, it's, it's the, almost the retainer of the core values of the game where people from all over the world come together and play for one team and they've got to get a common goal of playing good rugby. They've got to, got to get to know each other off the field, uh, which brings back some of the older values of the game. And so it's been, it's been quite humbling. And you have some quality players in your lineup, young and old, some experienced ones as well, like The Beast and uh, Rory. How good has it been to see players like this and get the chance to actually coach them rather than being on opposite sides? Yeah, the really good thing is the diversity of the squad. You know, if you look at, you got Beast and, uh, and Rory, there's 250 caps between them at least. Um, and then you've got young guys who are, who are trying to make their mark in their careers and, and they've got an opportunity to learn from guys like uh, Rory and, and the Beast. And, and it's great for those older guys too to be able to share their knowledge and, and just relax and enjoy themselves playing rugby. And not long ago you were in a different changing room to you know, a lot of your players in the squad in the World Cup final England against South Africa. Uh, has there been any light-hearted banter so far? Uh, not really. Um... Yeah, you know, it's it's more just having a bit of fun. Um, yeah, you know, I had a bit of a joke with Beast the other day, um, but it's it's just good humour. The watch, see, that's what happens, boys, when you win the World Cup. You get a watch like that. <laughs> <laughs> Has he given you his watch yet? Uh, not yet. I'm still waiting for it. Uh, talk about that World Cup final. You said you're going to be kicking stones for a long time to come. Uh, am I right in thinking there wouldn't have been a day that goes past that you haven't thought about that final? Uh, you always think about it. it's always in the back of your head, but you've got to move on. You know, that's really important. I think having the, the luxury of coaching the Barbarians this week has helped me move on. And how do you define it? I think it's easy for people to forget, you know, a side that loses in a World Cup final, to forget how well they did and how well they played to get there. One of the greatest ever England performances against the All Blacks. How do you define it? Uh, look, 20 teams went to the World Cup. They wanted to win. Two make it to the final. One's happy, one's sad. We're in the sad dressing room, but we did a lot of good things. And that always gets forgotten in the, in the wash-up um, because the winner does everything right and the loser does everything wrong. Um, and so we've got to be realistic about how we appraise our performance. There are obviously things we need to work on, but yeah, that's for another day when we get together for the Six Nations. And my last question just on the World Cup, you, you said recently that you perhaps got a few things wrong. Uh, could you elaborate on that? Well, I think, you know, when you look back at a game and you lose it, the responsibility always sits with the head coach. So then I think about what could I have done differently during the week. And, and one of the things I think we did really well in the World Cup was continually refresh the squad, um, refresh the team. Um, but Given the emphatic performance we had in the semi-final, I probably got seduced by that a little bit and picked the same team for the final. And maybe I should have looked at changing that a little bit. But that, again, that's being clever in hindsight. You're a rugby man through and through. What did you make of seeing those images of Sia Khaleesi lifting the trophy, going through Zwide, the township where he came from? I mean, that perhaps softened the blow somewhat? Oh, well, it's just a great story, I think. And I think it shows the powerfulness of sport when it's, when it's played well, 
how it can actually bring people together. You know, people talk about what brings you together. Well, crisis, tragedy sometimes brings you together, but, but great victories, particularly on the sporting field, can bring you together. And if that's helped make South Africa a more united country, even if it's just for a couple of days, uh, it's a great thing. And wouldn't it be great to have the same core of English players taking them through to France and a very long time to prepare? Uh, well, like any World Cup squad, you've got to refresh it. Um, yeah, so those players that played the last World Cup, none of them are guaranteed a spot. You know, even in the Six Nations, it's, it's about their desire, about their attitude, about their fitness, and, and that's the appraisal we'll need to make. Okay, Barbarians, you've got a, about 150 South African players to, to select from at the moment. Fiji love to run the ball. How are you going to approach this fixture? Uh, well, we want to play good rugby, and good rugby is about when you've got the ball, finding space. Sometimes you have to create it. Um, and then when you haven't got the ball, take away the space and take away the time. So we're just working on those two simple principles. We want to play some good rugby. Um, but that doesn't mean it needs to be helter-skelter. It needs to be good rugby, where, as I said, if we've got the ball, we want to, we want to find space and, and create space. And when we don't have the ball, we want to really take it away from the Fijians, which are going to be a young side, so they'll be all playing with no fear. Um, and we'll see, I think, some really traditional Fijian rugby. You are the master of trickery. People come to the Barbarians to watch trick plays, something that they don't usually see in an international test match. You've surely got something up your sleeve this weekend. Uh, not too much. We, we, we really concentrate on the quality of our game. You know, I think the beauty of the game comes from the, doing the simple things over and over really well. So you can do one trick over the head kick, um, but in reality, People want to see a quality game of rugby. You know, you just go back to the Gareth Edwards try that everyone remembers for the Barbarians. You know, beautiful support play, beautiful running lines, nothing too outrageous, but beautiful. And that's what we want to play on Saturday. And you've got some legends bowing out of the game. Rory and Beast, a quick word on, on their incredible careers. Well, I think anyone that plays 100 caps in the front row for their country is not only um, tough and durable, they also possess great mental toughness and both of those players have been unbelievable servants for their countries. Uh, they play with a lot of dignity, a lot of pride and I'm sure they're going to bring that to the Barbarians. And lastly, just to bring it back to the World Cup, just give me what you felt, how good a job Japan did of hosting one of the, if not the greatest tournaments in our history? I think Japan did an amazing job. And the, the exciting thing for me is, is I'm not actually going to Brazil, but the Barbarians are going to Brazil. And who knows, in 20 years' time, Rio de Janeiro could host a World Cup. And that's where we want to keep growing the game of rugby, and, the, and that's where the Barbarians team is so important. Thank you. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys.